Welcome back to the Women in Gridiron podcast. This is your Gridiron New South Wales round one, uh, I guess, kind of wrap up and look forward to the next week. Game one, Danny, how are you feeling at the moment, my friend? Um, look, it was a tough game yesterday. I'm feeling okay about it. We had very, very minimal numbers, um, barely made the minimum. So I'm just looking forward to next week and going forward with having um, a bit bigger of a roster. Um, yeah, so yesterday was great. We did get, we did lose um, by a fair bit, but it was a good experience for all, all the rookies that we had playing yesterday. So yeah, I'm feeling okay. Yeah, good. And the bodies, bodies hold up all right? Yeah, it's held up pretty good. Not too bad. Um, just getting old, I think. Like like the three of us here, it's getting a bit old. So, you know, ankles and things like that are a little bit a little bit sore than normal, like joints and stuff. But nah, I'm actually feeling pretty good. Oh, that's good. Because I got out of bed this morning and I just had this pain like shoot up my butt and I haven't been able to walk properly all day. So I'm glad you're feeling better than I am right now. Uh, can, so- I just, can I just say that I watched the men's uh, Bayside Ravens play last night and I feel like I've played and I was just standing so that's a good sign. Whatever it is you want to do in life, you'll be able to do. It's always you versus you. That it doesn't matter how old you are, how young you are, you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. Spend the rest of your natural life waking up and going after it. This is my purpose, and you will not stop me. You are listening to Mojo Sports. So the scores around the league, uh, so UNSW Raiders versus the Central West Giants, and they won 40-0. Uh, Northern Sydney Rebels obviously played uh, UC Stars, and they came out on top 60-0. You know, we say you play to win the game, and I get it. But blowout scores, I mean, from any other team, you look at that and you're like, ouch. Like, Christy, what, what's your thought on blowout scores this early on in, in the season? Is it in, just an indication that the rest of the teams haven't gelled properly together yet? I mean, but what, is it, what are the implications of these blowout scores week on week? Look, um, uh, my first and hopefully last experience of a blowout score against my uh, a team I was in was when I played our first few games of Pendeca against um, Aces. 11 and um it's it certainly does rock you but there are actually some real positives in it in the sense that um yeah it's it's early days but it really highlights and it can be overwhelming it really highlights the areas that you need to work on as a team um particularly with defense and particularly if you've got a zero score it's particularly with offense you know how can we convert um uh, our you know, getting down the field and converting it into points. Um, It can be overwhelming at first, but if you break it down and concentrate on the big things and then you can actually see the progress and that's what we had at Hendeka. So we came, we started the season um, having blowout scores and then coming within like dying minutes. I think we lost by two or something like that in the end. I've kind of suppressed it from my memory, but um, which actually hurt more losing by two versus a blowout score, but um, for a grand final. But what you actually find on the flip side of that, when you have a high score, it's actually sometimes difficult to look at your game not as not a highlight reel, but as a critique and keep improving because uh, it can give you that false sense of uh, we've made it really early. Um, I actually get more nervous when you're doing really well at the start of the season with blowout scores and how you're going to progress because because uh, other teams, you know, they can see where they need to work and they do tend to progress. The only thing that I would um, make every team wary of in the 
team dynamic area, which I'm, I'm really fascinated by, is that a team doesn't get into that rut of being okay with losing. That can be a real culture, a, you know, a real subculture that happens without you even realising it. So that's something to um, look out for with for leaders in those teams that are losing by big numbers at the start of the season. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um, you know, I, I wasn't necessarily surprised with the scoreline. We knew that the Raiders and the, and the Rebels were going to be dominant. I mean, but part of me, like, you know... We just love the game so much that we don't necessarily like. I don't like seeing teams going down sixteen nil. I mean, at, at some point, it, yes, there's a mercy rule that comes in, but you know, what does anyone have to gain by beating a new team in the league who was missing, you know, quite a few players there, Danny, and and with a majority of rookies? Like, I just, I do, I wouldn't get the satisfaction out of that, um, you know, that some other teams probably would have. But that's just me. I like to be nice. Um, for me, football is the winner in this situation. Standout players across the league. Uh, we had a couple of recommendations here. Number one for the Rebels, Alicia Rowe with two pick sixes. Uh, sorry, Danny. Uh, Lucy Gloag from the UNSW Raiders with quite a few of their 40 points. And surprise quarterback, Amanda Housen, uh, flying down from Queensland and getting it done with the Mississippi crew there on the line. However, there was a couple of uh, surprises uh, throughout the league, especially from the Central West Giants. Christy, I think you mentioned this to me that uh, it came up on your socials um, that there was a standout player that was just making some noise. Yeah, so all the chatter, all the talk that I heard about was, um, now I, I don't know this player because she's new on the scene and apparently 16, but Maria Toya, I believe is her her name, and um, she has come in only having near the tiniest bit of exposure to uh, the sport and training and has come in and uh, sacked uh, well, Amanda Housen, who I know to be um, a quite a competitive QB up here. She's been playing for many years. So that is no um, easy feat. So that just shows that she is uh, an amazing pickup, really, and that's the kind of of talent we want to see coming through. And um, I think we talked about it last time when we were talking with um, Yana um, on our last podcast about how some players come in and some players uh, need some work to adjust and they, they start to get the game, but some come out and they just are made for this game and it just works well for them. And that's what it sounds like with this player. So very exciting to watch. So I think we'll hear a lot of this name. I'm super excited to um see her play actually next week. So I'm going to be the one probably running away from her, obviously. But I'm excited. Like, you know, if she's coming over three sacks on her first game um, and only having such little ex- exposure to the sport already and coming up against a very experienced Raiders O-line, um, look, I know I'm going to have to be quick on my feet. So I'm actually looking forward to next week's game and seeing her in action and trying to evade her really and that's um an interesting thing too is you know you can come out as an unknown and play really well um but what happens when people start to notice you and start to pick up and start to study you so it'd be really interesting to see how she does progress I mean she's she's got um you know such a a raw talent but it'll be interesting to see how she goes because now immediately of course um you guys and Danny you're saying okay we need to um make sure that we accommodate for this player and that we you know game plan for this player so I always find it fascinating to see how players uh react after they've been found out that they're a real talent so it will be really interesting good luck Danny 
What's fascinating to me is, uh, like I said uh, the other week, you know, Maria's come in from uh, from an event, an under-18s event that was held out in Western Sydney, um, you know, and it just so happened that there was uh, some girls that had signed up. So there was a couple of female coaches down there. But it just goes to show that if you put, uh, put something out there, that the potential of getting something back, um, and, we, and you see it here with this player, you know, she could be an, an excellent player in the next few years. She's obviously got some talent, 16 years old, um, and plenty of room, room to move. So it really goes to show that that, uh, you know, that under 18 and junior pathway needs to happen. And this is the kind of talent that we could get out of it. So, you know, clubs out there, get your under 18s, uh, you know, youth happening uh, in New South Wales. It's, it, there's not a lot of it. So uh, anything that we could do here, that would be great. But let's move into uh, the breakdown for this week. It's do or die. One game. Got hit in the mouth and acted like somebody took our lunch money. This is what the greatest thing about sports is. You play to win the game. Um, not everything went to plan at all. Um, and they run through our ass like sh- through a tin horn, man, and we could not stop them. <laughs> <laughs> This week's feature game is, like I said, uh, Central West Giants versus the UC Stars. Now, just to give you a bit of a background, the Giants are big. They are a big team uh, full of Islanders uh, and they bring their heat. Uh, you know, I, they've got a really strong running game, uh, rookie running back, but that doesn't mean that's not necessarily an indicator of success or not. Um and their defense is quite strong. They've got the, you know, they've got like seven coaches, I think, uh, over there. And, and I think that they, despite losing, it could have been a lot more. Uh, let, let's be perfectly honest here with, a, you know, such a veteran O-line in the Raiders and a, an amazing quarterback in Amanda Howes. And it could have been a lot more. So the fact that they held the Raiders to 40 points is a testament to themselves. Um, and then we've, on the flip side, we've got, you know, Danny with the UC Stars. And I know that you guys were missing a whole bunch of talent, um, you know, and I think that this game is going to be really interesting just because of the two different types of offenses that you guys are going to be running. You know, we're going to look at, we're looking heavy run from the Giants and we're probably going to be looking heavy pass from you guys, Danny. Yeah, look, I think you're about, about right on that. And look, we, we did do also a bit of a heavy pass um, with the Rebels um, over the weekend, which, was going okay for us, apart from us just not being able to complete on um, a fair few of the catches, um, unfortunately. But look, that's game one. Going into this game two, I'm really excited to see us get the ball through the air again um, on the Giants. Um, hopefully our run game can pick up a little bit more. We just need a little bit more um, grunt on our O-line. We've got a very inex- inexperienced um, O-line uh, this week and probably going into, sorry, last week and then going into uh, this week. Um, so hopefully we can pick it up there a bit more. Um, but yeah, I think for us, we'll probably end up maybe being through the air, air, air a bit, I think. Yeah. And I think that the, the defenses for both of you guys is going to be really pivotal. Uh, you know, I, ha- I don't necessarily, I haven't seen too much of the Giants film because we obviously haven't got film yet um, from the other teams, only from what we saw on the weekend. Um, but, you know, I think from a coverage perspective, then the Giants, uh, I think, again, they're sitting in a rookie position. So, you know, I think it's going to be a good testament for both of both you guys as teams to see where you stand in this, in, in the league, essentially. And I think, Danny, there's something to be said. When you have rookies, um, you can do the best training um, ever and, you know, try and uh, simulate a game, but there's nothing like a game. Um, so it'll be interesting to see the just just being in a game, the experience they've gained, the learnings they've gained. And sometimes it go, it, the, the ability dips as it's like um, 
conscious um, incompetence, you know, they're realizing what they don't know, but then um, it just skyrockets from there. So um, yeah, it'd be really interesting to see how your O-line goes from here on in, having experienced a full-on game now. Yeah, look, I'm excited to see where we can build on from here. Obviously, um, it's good to see where our base actually was come come game time. We haven't had any form of proper like game sim or anything like that at practices. So um, yesterday was a really good indicator of actually where we are now, where we where we've got to build from. Um, so it's exciting going into these next few weeks to really see where we can go, um, where we're going to be sitting within within the league, and what the girls are actually going to be capable of going forward. So um, I think this week will be a really good game. For us coming up against the Giants, I think it's going to be a one where it's going to be tough, um, but I think it's going to be give hopefully a bit more confidence to some of the girls that yesterday maybe thought that um, they maybe thought that they maybe were a little bit out of their depth, even though that they did great for their their first game and their first proper you know hit out. So I'm really proud of them. I mean, they, they, you, have, you have to take take away from the fact that the Rebels, like their 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 best uh, defense, their their best unit is essentially their D line and, and and their linebacker unit. You know, their box. Um, you know, looking at multiple outback players. So, I mean, your girls, they they did everything they could, and there was some great tackles through there. So, I definitely think build on the confidence um, and the good things that happened out of that game and and carry it through because I really think that. This year for us, um, yes, we're playing seven aside, but I was actually talking to uh, Red about it earlier in the week and we were saying how is it, how exciting it is to have a new team in the league, um, but also to have so many player movements that the makeups of the teams are very different. So the teams that we saw last season um, are not the same teams that we have this season, which means essentially everything's fair game. So we're going to be really exciting. Players to watch it out for. I think, Danny, for you, uh, I'm really looking at Brianna Payne, uh, your wide receiver. Uh, she is very tall. And uh, despite not being able to, uh, you know, catch the ball, she was in the perfect position. Um, there was a couple that just went straight through her hands, whether that was a result of having some pressure or, or not actually like, you know, there's a dis- there's a disconnect between catching balls in practice and catching it in a game because you've got so much extra stuff happening. Um, but hopefully she can catch a couple of those because she's going to be a great, great weapon for you guys. And from the Giants, uh, really keep your eye out on their running back, Savannah Sione. Uh, again, rookie running back, but again, made a big impact with Miami at quarterback. Uh, it's going to be pretty run heavy. So look for that one. Uh, I mean, I'm going to have I'm going to have a crack at a score prediction. I mean, we, we can't we can't not. Um, but I, I understand how difficult it is because we know nothing about a lot right now. So, uh, Moran. Give us a, a give us a number, any number. Numbers. Um, let's go. Twenty forty. To who? Danny's team. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, uh, no. I think um, Danny. I think with your um, your rookie team um, that. Uh, y- you will probably not get a win as this early in the season, but I think if you guys start getting converting some points, the momentum's going to follow. I completely agree. I'm going to I'm going to bring the scores a little bit closer though, and I'm going to go uh, 24 to 18, and I'm going to go Danny's way, um, just because I think that if you have your full roster back, um, there's potential there to get some some touchdowns. Uh, definitely. So I'm going to go the flip side. Danny, I mean, your vote's kind of moot here. You know, it, it's a moot point. 
Um, but but give, give, give us a score anyway. What's your thoughts? Look, I'm going to say, because we still have a few people out this week, unfortunately, um, and um, I think it's going to take us a little bit to come together a bit more, especially on our defence. I think that's an area where we're um, probably going to most have to work on at this point. I think it's going to be 12, about 12.36 to us. That is very specific. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. 12.36. 12. Yep. Love it. All right, no room for move there. So there we are. There you have it. Uh, stay tuned next week. Um, we'll uh, we'll keep you updated on, on the score lines for that one. But let's wrap this episode up really quickly with our rapid fire. Hey, we're going to talk all about that and a whole bunch of other things. What you need to know tonight. Sincere apologies to Matt Damon. We ran out of time for him tonight. We'll get him on the air again soon. Oh, my boss is saying closing time. Maybe that's what you're doing. Let's roll into rapid fire tonight. And tonight, because we saw so much action out on the football field, it's got me thinking all about passing concepts. And I want to know favorite route combos. What do we got, Christy? I'm not sure about combos, but what I find um, that the league underutilizes is our tight ends um, and our running backs. Um, So I like to see a tight end do a route, um, maybe a chip and go, maybe an out or a seam. Um, but I, I certainly like seeing running backs do a bit of a swing um, to take the linebacker with them or uh, some defensive players with them, um, particularly if they're keen on the running back. Um, it just gives that quarterback a little bit more time in that pocket. So um, that's I want to see us using tight ends more because I don't think defense have, because of like we don't use them enough, so I don't think they're really good at defending them at this point, particularly in our league anyway. I completely agree with that. Definitely. I love, love a good tight end route. Uh, You know, speaking of running back routes, uh, I think one of my favorite is definitely that angle route uh, because, you know, you're coming out, out from the backfield, you're hitting that line of scrimmage, you're doing a little, you know, chip and break down as if you're going to do go for a block. And then all of a sudden, uh, depending on what else is happening around the place, you just end up sneaking in behind that linebacker and just sitting in that little zone and you're the last read. And by the, by the time that happens, no one's really looking at yeah. So from a running back perspective, uh, that's definitely one of my favorites. And if you match that up with a seam from a tight end, I mean, you've covered the middle part of the field where, you know, not a lot of action really happens, especially if you've got receivers out wide. So I'm going to put that in my, in my, in, in my bank. I think I like that. Danny, what do you got? Route combinations, favorites. Um, I love the, the, when you're watching it happen, it's really nice. Um, and even if you can get it off, obviously, in past game, it's really nice too. But I love uh, either you um, slant or a snag um, with a wheel. So that that's probably the one that I like the best. Um, and the snag will be, depending if you want to sit, sit, in, sit in that hole, you can snag it. Um, or if you're just going to continue on that slant, that's fine. Um, and then, yeah, just the... The nice wheel on that outside, nice rub route. Oh, I do love a good wheel, love a good wheel because I mean you can catch the defense so off guard, especially those corners. They come in, they're coming down, and then all of a sudden you just give them a little pump fake and send send the running back or the receiver out up there and uh, throw it over straight over the top. Love it. All right, guys, that's us for tonight. It's a short one because, like I said to the girls, uh, you know, I don't want to bore the rest of Australia with uh, Gridiron New South Wales results. So we'll keep these episodes really short uh, moving forward. We just want to give everyone an update and uh, throw out some players' names and uh, 
just keep the conversation going. So give us a share, uh, tag your mates, especially the girls that we've mentioned here tonight. Uh, and yeah, we'll just see what uh, next week brings for Gridiron New South Wales. See you later. You have been listening to Mojo Sports. Thank you for your support. It is very much appreciated. The team and I are trying to build something a little different here, so everyone's support is very much appreciated. Continue to support the podcast, download, subscribe, check out our social media channels, give us a follow, and be sure to tell your friends about Australia's best-kept secret. This is Mojo Sports.